the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know, you know we're coming. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton. I'm so excited that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you're back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it coming out of it and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is to walk the path with you wherever it may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. If you've been listening in most recently, you know that we just wrapped up an eight-week series focusing on navigating divorce differently. And in that series, we featured the financial aspect of divorce in two of the eight shows. For those of you who didn't hear the shows or for those who want to know more, today we start a new series of three shows. I'm calling them a (laughs) mini-series. And the series is intended to be a more in-depth look at the financial aspect of divorce because here's why. Financial separation of the marital estate is one of the most important and can also be one of the most challenging and contentious areas of divorce. It's my goal to provide you information and resources on this show. Matter of fact, in all shows, and uh, so that you, the listener, can gain a better understanding of the divorce process and the information that you will need through it so that you can make informed decisions along the way. My other goal is this, that by sharing this information, maybe, Just maybe my guests and I can help ease some of the pain, stress, and complications of divorce, help you make better decisions, 
not just informed decisions, better decisions, help you save time and money through the process. And with this series specifically, help you gain financial skills and preserve wealth. Please know that in this show and this series, we are not giving you legal advice or tax advice. You need to talk to an attorney about your legal or tax questions. But what we will do today and in this series is talk to our friend Gary Wolf, who is a financial advisor with Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. And folks, he's a certified divorce financial analyst. We're going to find out more about that. Today, Gary and I will be talking about the overall financial process of divorce. In the second show of the series, we'll talk about taking control of your finances so that you can secure your financial life as you move through divorce. And in the third show, I'll say that again, easy for me to say today. And in the third show, I'm so excited about it. We'll talk about how to make it all work as we create lives apart. So... Let's welcome Gary. Gary, welcome back to the show. It's been just a little bit. It has. I'm excited to be back. Thanks for having me, Christy. Of course. It's been, in fact, a year, just about almost a year. Almost to the day. Almost, yeah, almost to the day. And that means almost to the day you were on our very, very first show. I know. Look at that. Exciting. <laughs> now, we've crossed that path, right? We've, we're, this is the 54th episode but I just want to say I'm so excited to have you back on here and for this mini series because what I felt through uh, not only the show and the series that we uh, embarked on uh, with Navigating Divorce Differently is because divorce is so much so the financial and the, the financial separation and then uh, child legal, that sort of thing, separation. Yes, there's emotional separation too, but because there's so much to do with that financial separation, I felt like we really needed to do what you might call a deep dive, and I couldn't think of anyone else better to do that with. Yeah. (laughs) So um, you're a, I want to find out a little bit about you. You are with Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. You're a certified divorce financial analyst. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a designation that is separate and apart from Morgan Stanley, so I'll do my little disclaimer here and that Morgan Stanley doesn't uh, endorse those designations and can't claim that, you know, I'm an expert in that field, but certainly as as we go through and, and gain designations that are outside, um, you know, the other areas of financial services, um, this one specifically relates to divorce, and it's a cor- it's coursework, and it, it trains you really to to be very specific it's a very specific area of financial services, obviously geared toward divorce and all the special situations that you encounter during divorce and how to best get someone through, shepherd someone through that process from the very beginning, which is what we're talking about today, kind of getting ready to going through it. What are you looking for as you go through? And then what happens after, you know, kind of a now what situation. And obviously we'll start that off today with kind of financial separation. You know, what does it look like? So it's uh, it's an extensive course. It's um, it's um, being used by a few financial folks like me, but I found it to be very, very helpful in honing my skill and focusing it on the divorce experience. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, all, I, I, I emphatically say that, 
all the specific situations. There are a lot of specific situations that can come up in the financial separation of the marital estate. Is that a true statement? Yeah, every situation is different. There's some right. common threads that run, sure, run between, uh, run through all divorce. Uh, there, there can be big dollars, they can be small dollars, but most divorcing couples face the same fears and the same needs. And so, when we're looking to to divide a uh, a house, you know, financially, uh, it involves a lot of emotions, which is why I'm on a coaching show, right? So. Uh, that's what we'll talk about hopefully today, that uh, we need to look at emotions and your needs and how to prepare for that in a financial way and, and, and not let your emotions get in front of that. Big love, advocate for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have to definitely um, address the emotions. What we try to work with people as, uh, as a divorce financial analyst, a divorce coach, is to kind of separate those emotions out of, as we call, and I always preface it by saying, I don't mean this to be harsh or crass, but the business of divorce, because we have to think in our clear mindedness to make these decisions and with people like yourself to help us walk through those specific situations. But I think it's a huge point that you're making. It's individual and we have to look at um, all of those situations. So let's get to the overarching first big question. I mean, like, how how does this all work? Who gets what? Who yeah, who gets what? Who gets so that, what? That's a yeah. That's kind of a, a that's a characterization issue. What we'll call characterizing the assets, hmm. and what that means is, even though you know set the, the separate property and community property um, states are different, and we're a community property state, a lot of people think, well, you know, everything we have in the marriage is it'll get split fifty fifty. I get half, you get half. Um, it often doesn't work like that because. The wife has different needs than the husband, and some assets may be better for the for you than they are for your divorcing spouse. So, for instance, I might, and we'll talk about this later, I'm sure, but I might want to keep the house, or as a, you know, as the as the spouse that's going to provide uh, primary care for the kids, or as the husband, I might be the one that has to have or have to make spousal support. We don't have alimony. It's called spousal support here in Texas payments to my spouse. So who gets what has a different meaning for the husband than it does the wife. I need I need to get assets that I can use. So I think it's going back to, and I, I like to come back and and really focus in on specific words guests use. And, and it, it, again, it was that specific situation. Um, when we when we look at it kind of a blanket half and half people and with the intention of this show also um, wanting to just bring informed decisions, what I'm hearing you say, Gary, is that we need to look at everything specific to the person's and you use the word needs and you also use the word meaning. So help us understand that uh, just a little bit more. Um, How do we even begin to De- determine who needs and needs what. Yeah, and for the purpose of that discussion, the examples are the are, are the best way to describe it. In that, you're obviously it's you know, divorce to me. It's a selfish decision, but I don't mean that pejoratively. It it is a decision when you make it that that requires you to focus on yourself first, and then of course you know your husband, your kids, if you're the wife. Um, next, but you can't solve for everybody else's needs. You really do have to kind of say, well, okay, I, I want what's best for 
the dissolution of the marriage and my kids, for example. But it, but for me, you know, let's just say as the wife, I haven't worked in 20 years because I was taking care of the kids, for example, uh, being a stay-at-home mother. My needs are going to be, what do I need? What's best? Well, you know, if, if we're selling the house, I may have to find an apartment. If we're not, I'm going to stay in the house and then I'm going to own it. Then what do I do? Do I need a lot of cash, you know, to, for, the, for those needs to get me through uh, my short and intermediate term needs? Or do, do I have enough, you know, already? And do, do I want to get more retirement dollars for my husband's 401k, for example? There are different types of assets. So what's best? Well, you know, I, I always said you, you, I'm saying you have to focus on yourself, but you also have to think about the person you're asking, you know, to what they're what you're asking them to give up as well, so that you can get what you need. But you do have to focus on 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 the uh, um, your immediate need and intermediate need, and then kind of long term needs. So you're thinking with the you're beginning with the end in mind. Do ah. I need cash? Do I need different assets? Yeah, definitely with looking at the big picture, then coming back to those individual specific needs, you need somebody like yourself on their side uh, to help them understand that, walk through this process with them. We're talking about financial separation and divorce, kind of an overarching picture, but in deep dive series over three series, looking at it in detail with Gary Wolf, financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst. Coming back, lots more information for you. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. 
We are back with Gary Wolf. Gary joined us over a year ago on our first show. Yeah, and he is back here with us. So excited. And Gary is a financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, also a certified divorce financial analyst. If you might have heard this in the first segment, we are doing a little mini series here now, a deep dive, if you will, into the financial separation uh, within divorce, such an area that is important in divorce uh, that we may not know all the specific situations. We were talking about that in the first segment, that the specific situations are individual. They pertain to each person, not just the the divorcing couple, uh, but each person in the marriage as they now create lives apart. And what we talked about was that we need to look at, uh, and Gary said, begin with the end in mind, the bigger picture, then we break it down to the individual needs. And if you've been listening to the show for uh, for some time, we're talking about a win-win place versus a, a, a win-lose place. And because we want to create what's best uh, for everyone involved, uh, and that's definitely one of the intentions of this show. Gary, we spoke of a house and one uh, as one of those specific situations. That's typically one, if not the largest asset in a divorce, it is one of the largest asset. And so the question then, the first segment, it was who gets what? Now it's to sell or not to sell. <laughs> what right. do we do there? <laughs> What do you do? Yeah. And and the, the decision to whether to sell or not to sell, I, I wish it was just a financial decision, but it's so complex and so emotional when that's a place that you've lived in for a long time Yeah, and may have raised your kids in. And it's, so it's complex. It's it's tightly woven. So it's emotional and financial. And I would I would speak to that question of do I sell or do I not sell by saying, can I afford to keep it? Mm. Oh, good mm-hmm. question. So, yeah, so that that begs other questions. There's pros and cons um, because it's emotional. Oftentimes, a spouse will say, "No, I don't. It's, this is where the kids grew up, and they're still here, and I don't want to sell it. I'm not going to sell the house." So that's a, that's an emotional decision before going on to say, "Well, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't sell the house. I'm just saying before you make that decision, consider a few things. Consider." Your liquidity, your liquidity, right? What do you need? Your cash flow. What's the cost of maintaining this house once you own it? Because you can say, I want it, but do you really know how much you pay the lawn man every month? Do you, do you know what it costs to keep the yard, the, you know, the, the trees trimmed? Do you know what the taxes are on the property every year? So it's best to sit down and say, is this the best long-term decision, or can I even afford to do this short-term? How, how much pressure is that going to put on me being able to make my monthly expenses and what type of um, employment I currently have. Am I underemployed? Am I not employed? Do I have to go out and find a new job? Is just the house I've always been in? Am I the primary breadwinner? So this is no big deal to me. I just keep doing what I'm doing, right? And so those are the kind of those are the kind of things you need to think about before you decide what. There's no right or wrong answer. It, you know, from coming down when you, when you do it agnostically, if you will, from a financial point of view, sure, you can make it. If you can make the decision that way, just from a financial point of view, and you can, and then you, you, you determine it's not a detriment to your family situation, you know, where's the school? Uh, can I get other 
housing near the school that's comparable. You know, are we going to live with the kids in an apartment now when we were in a house before? And how bad do I really want to not change their situation? What's important to us as a family? My my ex-husband, who I have to hand off, or my ex-spouse, I have to hand these kids off to, to him and her. So geography plays a big deal too. So I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't approach it as a, a right or wrong or a sell or no sell uh, from a financial point of view. Uh, it's just not a financial, just a financial question. Yeah, exactly. And I think you hit the nail on the head, so to speak, with the first question that you started off with. And you gave us, listeners, I hope you were taking notes. And the two-minute tip, I encourage you to take notes today. Uh, and because you, Gary, you shared so much in there. First question, can I afford to keep it? That's very bottom line, that simple. And with the intention of this show, just to give you information and resources to help you make informed decisions. There's a question. That is a question you want to write down. Can I afford to That's a great one. Yeah. And just to, just to interrupt, um, use your, use your wealth advisor and your accountant for that one. You always, you always want to, you know, when you're, this is spinning around in your head, have someone refer a good realtor to you. So you know what your house is worth or what a real market value is for it through a professional that knows what they're doing. That's been doing it a long time. Have a wealth advisor, financial person that's been around the block a few times, hopefully someone who has some experience with this, and also your, your accountant or your tax person. They can say, okay, what happens if you sell it? They, what happen, are, the, are the proceeds taxable? Do I get right. to use all that money? Do I have to hold money back? So, so that's, where, that's back to the team, right, which I know you promote on this show quite appropriately. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to talk about that in the uh, third segment and that team that you need. But we're, we're, we're stepping into it here. The tax professional, the advisor, a, a real estate agent, your divorce coach, your attorney, that team will help you make better decisions. What I want to go back to is in all those questions, I heard that the, one of the things that really kind of um, can and make us stuck, make this process harder. And as you heard, my, my in, maybe in the opener is my Second goal is so that we reduce pain and complications. And when we realize, as you said, Gary, that this is an emotional decision, it's, as you said, so complex that we have to consider. So we also almost have to force ourselves to consider. And I want to go back to the first segment too. not only consider, which we want to today, right here, right now, immediate decisions. We got to look at the big picture. Gary, you said some things. Consider liquidity. Do do you really know what it's taking each month, what the cost is every single month to keep the, the pool going, the trees trimmed? And oftentimes we're coming from such that emotional places. I want to keep the house because I, you know, I again, that winning kind of thing versus you know, what's going to happen 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road. And so that's where we have to begin to step outside of that emotional place and look to our team, someone like yourself, Gary, the tax advisor that we talked about to begin to really look at that. And it weirdly enough, it helps us reduce some of the stress by looking at, at as it as a, a business decision taking that emotion and out of it. It um, can. Look at it from the standpoint of just pure financials business. And you can, you, when you have other professionals around you, they'll help frame the question. So just another thing I want to throw in here real quick is when you're emotional, and I've done this myself, and I learned I had to train myself not to do this. 
and that is try to keep try to keep from making all or none decisions. Mm. Those are the kind of things, right? Those are the kind of things that can just ruin you going forward when we talk about long term. And and selling the house doesn't have to be all or none. It can be maybe I keep it and then sell it later. It goes right? back maybe. to options. We can options, you know, right? choices. I don't need that money now. Right. Yeah, right. and I can afford to maintain the house. Hey, I, maybe I can do this for two years until my last child's out of high school. So let me ask and you. And then I'll sell it, you know, or something like that. So those questions are fluid and, and very, like you said, very, very specific to the situation. If you're empty nesters, the selling the house thing, she may not want those memories. But if you've got kids and you've got logistics, right. you know, ge- geography and schools and activities yes. and everything, that's a whole other decision on, on whether to sell that house or not. So lots of specific uh, again, specific situations as we're talking about. What about other assets? So I'm thinking, you know, you said empty nesters. You got a boat. What do we do with the boat? You know, those are a little bit higher ticket dollar uh, assets. And um, even not that I want to stack questions on you, but what if you own a business together? Yeah, owning a business is owning a business is a whole nother um, ball of wax, if you will. And if you have a business, especially one that you started together. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's your marriage's most valuable asset. And if that's the primary source of income for you and your spouse, it may not make financial sense to sell or liquidate it, right? So you, valuing your business in, in that circumstance is complicated. And it's likely to involve appraisals, projections, significant analysis uh, from your respective accountants. You may have to hire people on both sides. And you have to determine the most appropriate course of action. Um, and in all likelihood, that's going to require negotiations, you know, between business people and those guys, the bean counters. Right. And, you know, how, and, you know however, you know, and, and part, of, part of the negotiation may give you a remedy for dissolution just for selling the business. So, right. so you've there got are the, many issues. That's a tough one. That, that is a tough one. And I even heard in there, too, and this is how complex it is. And, and, and as you said, that's a whole other ball of wax. But if you're going to keep the business, you've got to decide how you're going to stay together within that business but separate, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, mo- and you and I, the, you being, you, I'll let you comment on that and, and ask you, how successful do you think that's going to be if actually what you're doing is is trying to divorce, not not in a, in a, in a bad way from your, your husband or wife, but you are, you're ending the marriage. Right. And many times when you're in business together with anybody, even if you're in business with your best friend, you're only, people joke, I'm married to that person, really. I mean, that's my other house. It's my other I know, staff. I don't like that. My, my work wife, yeah, no, that doesn't work my for work me. My work wife, yeah, I don't like, <laughs> but I think it goes back to these specific situations. It, I do know of a situation where it's worked very well because they divorced amicably, you know, and, and that can happen. If just, I've seen it. Yeah, no emotion. We're just separating our lives now. We Again, and, yeah. Avoiding the all or none call, right? So may, maybe you can say, we'll run the business together. We'll agree in this divorce to run this business together. And then if it doesn't work out, you can, you can, you know, deal with that as it happens. I think it that... It doesn't have to be that, boom, we're going to do it, or boom, we're not going to do it. It could be, a, it could be maybe we'll do it later. So if I'm going to sum up in this section, two things with regards to selling real estate assets, anything along those lines is one, number one, can I afford to keep it? So whatever that may be, looking at that. And two, uh, avoid the all or none. Uh, did you say question or answer? All or none answer? Yeah, the all or none solution. Solution. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
I think that's so very important. And listeners, I want you to really think about that. Can I afford to keep it? Because when you really focus in on that question, it's going to give you some answers. It doesn't have to be an answer right now, but at least you can explore those options, those choices, but also holding yourself back from making those all or none solutions. And that helps you get into as we call it, the business of divorce, removing the emotions so that you can make better, well, informed decisions, and it is our hope, better decisions. As we come back uh, into the third segment, we'll continue talking with Gary Wolf, financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst, talking about the financial separation of divorce. A little bit more of a deep dive this time. So you guys, great information. Come on back. Don't miss it. Here's today's two-minute tip. In keeping with our financial message today and through the next two shows, I want to provide you a top-level listing of the financial information you will need as you go through the divorce process. Keep in mind that this is not an all-encompassing list. You may want to grab a pen and write this down, but if it's easier for you, email me at christy at christystratton.com and request your financial checklist for divorce. That's christy at christystratton.com. Please also keep in mind that this information is in no way legal advice, tax advice, or advice related to our guest or Morgan Stanley. Here's the top level list. You will need information related to you and your spouse and your children. You will need employment information, including income, and you'll also need dates of birth, social security numbers, insurance information, and more. You will need to provide your monthly budget amounts, including those for children, and you'll also need to provide banking information with statements. You will need to provide a listing of all your credit card accounts and payments as well as other loans and their statements. You'll need to provide any information on tax liabilities that you may have, refunds, settlements, and more. You'll need to provide information about all assets that you and your spouse have separately and together, and you'll need statements for those assets. Again, this list doesn't include all that you will need to gather. If you'd like a more comprehensive list, email me at christy at christystratton.com, and I will send you that list. Again, email christy at christystratton.com and request your financial checklist for divorce. Remember to join financial advisor Gary Wolf and me as we continue talking about taking control of your financial life through divorce during the next two episodes, Saturdays, right here on 100.7 FM KKHT from 1 to 2 p.m. If you can't listen on Saturdays, remember that at any time you can go to KKHT.com or your favorite podcast app and listen that way. If you have any questions for Gary or me along the way, email me at christy at christystratton.com or give me a call at 281-944-8043. Again, that's 281-944-8043. That makes you just want to get up and dance now, doesn't it, on a Saturday? Yeah, that's the way to do it. (laughs) We are here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. We have a special guest on with us, Gary Wolf. He was on our first show uh, over a year ago. He's back with us. He is a certified divorce financial analyst, also a um, financial advisor with uh, Morgan Stanley. And we are talking about a little bit more of a deep dive on the financial separation in divorce. We've been talking about what's come up as we've talked about this are some really important questions with our intention of this show to be uh, really helping you gain information that can help you make more informed uh, decisions along the way. These questions are huge. Uh, And we spoke to a couple questions in the second segment, and it's worth repeating 
when we're talking about selling assets, whether that be real estate or otherwise, can I afford it? And then the other thing is, um, this isn't really a question, but um, don't make things all or nothing type of situations. So we've come up with another question, though, as we continue to talk about it, and we referenced this earlier, is our uh, teams. But, you know, Gary, you and I have talked about our teams. Obviously, here I am as a divorce coach. You're a financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst. And we talked about some others to have on the team, a tax advisor, a a real estate, a professional real estate, um, somebody who works in divorce even, your attorney, who do you need on your team, do you think, Gary? I think you just named them all. Oh, did but I? I think, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, well, you did. So, But I don't think – I think I have um, – well, I've seen it's been my experience that some people do try to go it alone, meaning I don't need to do this with an attorney or with anybody. I'll just do this myself. And I have to admit, you can. You can do it yourself. You can sit down at the kitchen table and come to an agreement with your husband or spouse and take it. You're still going to have to take it to an attorney, pretty much. In fact, it's called a kitchen table divorce. Kitchen table divorce, yeah, yeah. for the slang for it. So right. I've, been in, I've been involved in, in the periphery with some of those, but you just, you're you're handicapping yourself. You, know, you really, you, I think you are. That's just, that's my personal opinion. That's not legal advice, but I, I don't think it's legal advice to tell someone who's going through a legal process that you should have an attorney. That, you know, so, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. But you know, yeah, from a attorney, divorce yeah. coach perspective, yeah. I would help them evaluate that and who would be on their team. Because in fact, when we do try to go through, I mean, and look at it, let's take it outside of divorce, anything you try to do out there. I, technology does not tend to be my friend. You know, even when I started this radio show, you know, people have asked me, how do you start a podcast? I'm like, I didn't start a podcast. I came to a radio station. Thank goodness, you know, they offered me the opportunity and they do that. And the podcast is done through that. I, I don't know how to do all this. I, yeah. I didn't go to law school. So I'm going to really try to separate my assets without going to someone who is more skilled in this area? So Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't be penny wise and pound foolish. And if you're throwing your arms in the air, if you're nervous or upset or emotional, hire the professional you need. Not everyone needs uh, a coach. A lot of people don't need a financial advisor. And, you know, they, the, the, the um, divorces just aren't that complex. There aren't a lot of assets to divide. There right. may just be debt to split up. And it may be as simple as you, I'll take this credit card, you take that one, we'll sell the house, split it, and we're done. And that's fine. But, you know, there oftentimes there's a lot more involved, and that makes it a little bit more complicated, and there are tax issues involved. And who's when we file taxes, how's that going to work this year, next year? Well, those are questions for a tax advisor. Don't don't skimp or, or think that uh, you're weak or foolish to admit, I don't know. I don't know how this works. We don't know. They don't teach you in school or in college or, hey, by the way, if you're going to get divorced, this is how you do it. So it's 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 very unsettling and very, very hard. But know, know that the resources are out there. When you're listening to this show, you've already taken a step. You already understand there's many components to this. There's a financial and emotional component. There's tax issues. There's now we know there's there's a lot of decision making. So if I went to for example, if I had to go before the IRS, do you think I'd be standing there in front of them alone? <laughs> exactly. No, you know, not at all. No. You know what, though? I know a little about taxes, but right. not, not, not Right. Not. And now we're going to go stand, maybe, if we're in litigation, we're going in front of a judge, et cetera. But, Heaven forbid. You know, what I've heard in in there, though, and, and what I've seen and in my experience, and I really want listeners to get this, we may think 
this may be the the simplest, most amicable divorce in the entire history of divorce. Many, many I'm, start out that way. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to tell. I, that's what I say, and I say it. I don't sugarcoat it. Many, exactly. You said it perfectly. It may start out that way, but it doesn't end up that way. And if you, I have repeatedly repeated. Let's just see if I can say that again. I've said it time and time again. (laughs) And even in the last series is that I'm a positive person, but I'm also a realistic person. And I have typically seen divorces go pretty bad pretty quickly. And so that's why, because we don't know what's coming up. And, And so to say that again and to come even from, my own personal experience, Gary, if I had had someone like a divorce coach or if I had had someone like yourself, a certified divorce financial analyst, I might have been able to see things I couldn't see as I was making that, that decisions. Comes with reframing questions. Yeah, actually, right. absolutely. Because that's, I ask a lot of questions. I don't go in and tell people what to do. I ask them questions so they can make their own decision. Mm. Make the best decision for you. Well, what do you think I should do, Gary? Well, let me ask you this. You know, and then you start talking about things like logistics and uh, how you feel about certain assets, or what is it going to look like the day after you sign your your divorce decree. And that's the most important thing is when you're when you're assembling your team, focus on what you want and what you need. And again, begin with the end in mind. There's an old saying: if you don't if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Ah, uh, so well put. Okay, so well put. Right. So. So that's be, the preparation is the key to getting through the divorce process. It's the key. The more time you spend in prep, the more time you practice, the more time you run different plays, the more time you think about different outcomes. What do I want? What do I need? What can I settle for? What's the best way to approach my spouse in getting the things? Because remember, everything you get, the other person's giving something up for you to get that. Mm. And vice versa. What am I willing to give up to get what I really need? And what do, what do I need? You know, talk talk to me about that financially. Talk to me about that emotionally. Help me with this house situation. Am I just not thinking about this the right way? It may not be, should I sell? It's just let that person, you know, as a coach, you know this. And as a financial advisor, essentially, it's it's almost the same thing. In this situation, in divorce, you're also, you know, a confidant. Right, right. And it's our, it's our duty to say, hey, before you start, where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself six months from now, 12 months from now? 18 months from now, and then for the rest of your life. If you can break that up and start looking at it, it'll help you make better decisions about money. Do I need a lot of cash? Can I give up some cash to get a little bit more security? What do I need to do? Where do I want to be? Yeah, it. I think I even work with folks to have them look 10 years, 20 years out in that uh, because, and I love this, we're coming back to those questions. And one of the questions is, what do you want as the outcomes? Where do you want to be? And we're often so uh, focused in on what is happening right now, and we don't make those uh, informed decisions. And this is what I want listeners to understand is that our decisions today, there's two ways to look at it. The decisions that we make today and those decisions that we may make right here and right now from an emotional, quick decision can have repercussions Ten, they can have years. financial percussions. Oh yeah, and a I'm, lot of emotional I'm, decisions are made yeah. on financial matters that 
because I get these cases all the time where people say, I just wish I would have thought that through because right. now, now I'm stuck with what I got. And so beginning with the end in mind, 10 years, yeah. 20 years, then you can come back with someone like yourself, Gary, and actually explore those outcomes that you want. And so before we step into the uh, final segment, I always go so quickly. I want to make sure if someone's out there listening and they're either considering divorce, they're in the middle of it, they're coming out of it. How would they reach you so that you can provide this very important help for them? Sure. The easiest way is just give us a call at 281 Three six two four seven zero six, and my my last name spelled a little differently than than most. It's W U L F. So Gary Wolf at MorganStanley dot com. Gary Wolf at MorganStanley dot com is also a great way. You can just ask me questions or or whatever you need, and we'll we'll definitely get back with you right away. Absolutely, and say that phone number for us again. Two eight one three six two four seven zero six. Gary Wolf at W W U L F at morganstanley.com. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. This is the team you need. And I want to go back just very quickly before we step into the fourth segment is uh, that team, oftentimes we may think that adding more people to the team is going to cost us more. In fact, if you look again at the big picture of costs related to divorce, If we bring specialized people in those areas, there's a good possibility that we're going to save ourselves not only money, but time. Because if you're going, and I I have a heart for attorneys, that oftentimes we go to the attorneys and we we want them to be the entire thing. Uh, Coach, counselor, financial analyst, tax advisor, and they're not built for that. They're built to be attorneys. And so when and, and so then we get upset because we have the bill that is skyrocketing. And it's because we're sending them, you know, uh, several emails a day asking them questions that are not in their area. So we want to think about having that team again, that lawyer, of course, the financial advisor, the coach, the tax advisor. And, you know, you might even be bringing in, if you're uh, selling a business, uh, somebody to evaluate that. So lots of great questions, lots of information on the separation, the financial separation within divorce. We've got Gary Wolf here with us with financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, also certified divorce financially. And let's come on back. We're going to find out Um, Final thoughts in the fourth segment, more with Gary Wolf. You guys stay tuned. Four seasons of winter and you give anything to feel. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 
844-844-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281 281- Nine four four eight zero four three. So that is Rend Collective, one of my most favorite new listening, uh, I guess, enjoyments. Uh, a wonderful band, kind of that um, Irish feel. Uh, Rend Collective, love them. Uh, so. Also, love that Gary Wolf is here with us on the show. He's back with us. He is a financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, certified divorce financial analyst. We've been talking about the separation of finances within marriage, within as we divorce, and all the questions that we need to be asking ourselves. And we're in a mini-series, and this is a little bit more of a top-level look of separating the financial aspects of the marital estate is what it's looked at. We've gone over some really good questions. And if you miss those, go back and listen to them. Uh, We also in the two minute tip spoke to a list of financial checklist that you could email me and get Gary also has one. So you can email Gary or call him uh, and get this list, this checklist of all the information all the data, all the financial information that you're going to need, that your attorney's going to need, the courts are going to need, all of that to separate the financial aspect of the marital estate. But, you know, what I want to ask you, Gary, is this, is why do we need all that information? Yeah, why do we, why do we need lumber to build our house? So that's, pre- <laughs> that's preparation is key. It is, it is. Yeah. Uh, the more information you have, the better. There's, this is a case where there's no such thing as TMI or too much information. The more you have, the better. Uh, including things like tax returns, any statements, and, and these are things you should be doing beforehand, before you, you know, as you're making the decision, probably that this is going to happen, or if it's an inevitable, or whether or not you've talked uh, with your spouse about it. But both attorneys on both sides are probably going to ask for this information, you know, and they do that for not for the obvious reason. So, and there's a lot of things on this checklist, and we need them because there's. You can't you can't divide the assets if you don't have the most current information, and so we need to get valuations on the house. We have to have statements that give us a, a good advice, at least of the previous quarter's close on someone's 401k or the savings and checking, the other accounts that aren't as fluid, 529 accounts. You know uh, how much is owed on your car. You know those things. Uh, all that's all that's important. It's it's really almost a lot of the information that you use when you prepare your tax return. So you got to think about it that way before you file your tax return. You have to get all this information together, and that's it's a financial accounting of what assets are in the are in the marital estate, and you you got to have it. Measure twice, cut once, and you know you're going to be better off. Yeah, and you know what I heard in here is, and and I can't say that I even have it together like I would want, uh, but we could should kind of have it anyway. <laughs> all this information together, whether we're divorcing or not. It would make our lives a lot easier. But I recall when we spoke before, when we've spoken off air and and, uh, on the show as well. But oftentimes, you know, attorneys yourself, they'll come in with a shoebox full of receipts. (laughs) And what what happens then? And uh, I don't want to lead you. What happens when somebody walks in the door with a shoebox of receipts? If you do that with an attorney, you just mentioned if you want to run your bill up. (laughs) <laughs> that would be the quickest way to do it. I would, <laughs> you know, I would, I would probably reach out to a financial person and talk to them about 
you know, hey, I've got stuff, but it's kind of disorganized. Can I can I come to you? Can we talk about what I may or may not need to bring into my attorney? Again, if you're talking to a Christy Stratton um, or a Gary Wolf, they're going to know. If right. you're just talking to random people, they're not. And, and of course, in our community, we have resources to point you in the right direction. So don't 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 cry and complain on the phone to your attorney. That's expensive. Don't bring in gigantic shoeboxes and and where someone's going to charge you two hundred dollars an hour to go through it. Uh, it may seem daunting, but you probably have some some alternatives um, other than doing that. So a couple things. I know that you have a really wonderful, um, it's referenced as a white paper, uh, mm-hmm. that can help people kind of even get a recap of this entire show. Um, can you let them know how to get that, get a hold of that? Absolutely. If you if you email me, I can send you that, that uh, resource. Okay. And it, it'll take you through everything that we talked about in this series and a lot more and, and in more detail at uh, Gary Wolf at morganstanley.com. Okay. And I will just, I'll email, I'll be happy to email that too. That's, that's a great thing. And then I want to also go back to um, when we're thinking about saving money through this process. And, you know, you might think attorneys are going, you know, why would they want to share this uh, in the process? But in fact, the attorneys realize that they want a credible client that's sitting in uh, their chair. And I'm not saying that just because you're showing up with a shoebox of receipts, you're not a credible client. But again, when you're allowing others, everyone on your team to operate in their lane, so to speak, it's much Perfect more of an e- efficient, um, effective place. Everybody's happier. We can um, be much clearer. And I love that you said this. So going back to the shoebox of uh, and and not knowing or or rather why why we would want to know all this information. I kind of wrote, I wrote this down. You can't divide the assets without knowing what to divide. I mean, it's pretty simple, <laughs> right? An attorney needs to know what you know. Right. The attorney needs to know because there's always there's always a lesser educated spouse, and by educated, I don't mean college versus high school. I right. mean the financial goings on of the marriage. Right. There's usually one spouse that handles the bills, like and and you know makes the motor run, and the other one's doing their thing. Whether it's the husband working and the spouse pays, or it's vice versa. Um, and then all of a sudden you're you're made to 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 produce an accounting. You find out real quick how much you don't know, and your attorney needs to know what you know and, and what you don't know. And they they'll ask you questions. Well, what about this? What about that? And the financial person will dig even deeper, and then you'll come to the attorney with all that information or most of it. So the attorney's like, great, you've you've got it. You pretty much got everything. Right. And they'll be, they'll say, of course, because I have other team members and they'll. <laughs> that are helping me with this. It just works more fluidly. What I what that what came up in there for me though too is when we don't know when we might be the person that is as you said uneducated but uneducated about the marital state finances is we again can't make those informed decisions. And because it's an area of um uh, unknowing and um I say this often and some people look at me and think what the heck does this mean but a confused mind says no. And that means when when it's gray and muddy and you, you you may be saying no to the things you should be saying yes to and yes to the things that you're saying no to because you can't make informed decisions. And with the intention of this show and the series to provide the information um, along the way of the divorce process 
so that you can make informed decisions. It's my goal for you to make better decisions, that these are all the things you need to think through. This is not just a one and done, let's just hop on down to the courts and sign some documents. It's creating separate lives, creating financial separate financial estates. It's very detailed and for the betterment of the entire family, everyone involved, even your extended family and yourself and your future, everyone involved, this is the time that you really, you need to spend this time, you need to ask these questions. So we've covered a lot, lots of great questions, Gary, lots of great information coming up in the next two shows in this little mini series that we're talking about. But I want to check in with you, Gary, really quickly. Any final thoughts? You know, the, the the main point that I that I hear and that's what what came out in this meeting was don't don't go to along and be prepared. Yeah. You know, everything preparation's key here. It really is. You a lot sometimes like you said, in a, a foggy mind is gonna say no or, or rush or make decisions, say, Let's get this I just wanna get it over with. Try and, it's probably not the best course in, in this this case when you're making a decision it's gonna affect you for the rest of your life. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. It's interesting. Another thing I say is there's no perfection, but there is perfection in progress and preparedness. Now, I don't know if preparedness Beautiful. is a word, but I've created it. It is. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> but it if you hear in there, a lot of people think it just has to be perfect, and they even get stuck in the yeah. in the minutia of being perfect. But when we're moving ahead, we're preparing, we're thinking about things in depth. It is a complex it can be, let's say, a complex situation. It does in- include uh, the emotional aspect. Lots of different things, um, elements, specific situations, all of these words that we've talked about in here. You guys, make sure you stay with us for the next two shows. We're going to be talking more about this financial separation. We're going to be talking about taking control of the your finances throughout the process and also how to make it work going forward, looking at 401ks and all of that, insurance, trusts, all that social, social security. We've got some secrets wrapped in there. You guys don't want to miss it. And again, the intention is that you have information and resources that can help you not only make informed decisions, but better decisions. And That's my goal as a divorce coach to help you with these questions. And ultimately, you're thinking about divorce. I'm your thinking partner. And so keep listening to us. And because my guest and I, like Gary, are here to walk the path with you. So, Gary, thank you so much for being here with us again. I look forward to the next two shows. I do, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be great and so helpful. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Find us at the divorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.